The Civil War and More in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. I'm Chris Mikowski, and today on a special edition of the Emerging Civil War podcast, we'll talk with Jim Schmick, proprietor of Civil War and More, a bookstore in Mechanicsburg, a little bit about Christmas shopping for the Civil War buff, and some great history about the Confederates who led the Second Corps advance during the Gettysburg campaign, today on the Emerging Civil War podcast. Hi everyone, this is Ted Savas. I'm the owner and director of Savas Beatty, the publisher you trust for the best in military history and especially the American Civil War. This is just a quick reminder that if you enjoy niche specialty craft books like the kind we produce, great original content, superb writing, original maps, footnotes at the bottom of the page, outstanding layout and jacket designs, and much more, then we would really appreciate your support by ordering directly from us through our website at SavasBeatty.com or by calling us at 916-941-6896. Producing books is a true labor of love. Your direct support definitely benefits our authors in ways you can't imagine and allows us to keep publishing the books you love. Thank you. We appreciate your support more than I can possibly express. Welcome to the Emerging Civil War Podcast. I'm Chris Mikowski, and joining me today from Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, is Jim Schmick from Civil War and More Bookstore. But as the name implies, it's more than just a bookstore. Jim, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing, Chris? Thanks for having me on. Oh, delighted to have uh, have you with us. And folks will notice that Jim's camera is going to be a little shaky because I'm going to ask him to do what David Letterman once upon a time used to call monkey cam. And he's going to get up and he's going to walk around his store and show off some of his uh, goods for us today. Um, the reason I invited Jim to join us is tis the season. The holidays are coming up. Civil War buffs are looking to have their stockings stuffed. And I figured what better way to explore that than to talk with Jim about some of the uh, popular things that Civil War buffs like for Christmas. So, uh, Jim, certainly you get all sorts of requests at this time of year, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. So I have a... Uh... I have a, a good business out of state. Ohio is really good. Uh, New England states are really good. New York, New Jersey. I've got Alaska. So the word's getting out of the selection. You know, it's a small store. I've owned it for 19 years. I was a ma mailman for 40 and I had an employee run it. And right when he had to retire is when I retired. So I, I slid right over into the store in uh, 2012. But um, I have probably over 2,000 titles. So it's a store with a lot of onesies. You know, I might have a bookcase and there's 200 titles on one bookcase. You're not going to have 10 of this, six of this. And what's really cool is when people come in, they'll come off the turnpike, Route 81 or 15 on their way to Gettysburg, and they don't know each other, but a lot of them say the same thing. When they come in, they'll go, Oh my gosh, I just walked into Disney World. So that is really a cool compliment 
and it's the standard that people say. So that's, you know, it's neat. So uh, real quick, again, uh, the store's been here 19 years. Uh, I'm president and founder of Camp Curtin Historical Society in Harrisburg. So uh, I started that 30 years ago, and it's to bring attention to what happened around the Harrisburg area, because a lot of people don't realize all the Civil War history around here. So we've put over $100,000 in monuments and waysides up in this area where you can see where Jenkins and his cavalry were for three and a half days. Yule's only 10 minutes from me in Carlisle. So it was close. So uh, they were here from the 27th to the 30th of June. So, you know, you just think Yule comes in with roads at the peace light from here. Uh, Allegheny Johnson is just 10 minutes away. He comes in what Culp's Hill, right? Yeah. And then Early comes in from York in Wrightsville. They're blockers and all. So you got to realize where these guys were before uh, Gettysburg. And they were all looking yeah. for your bookstore, as I recall, correct? Yes. Yes. In fact, the Surrender Mechanicsburg was right at my front door. They had 850 out here with the 14th and 16th Virginia and the 36th Virginia Battalion, and then the 34th went out to Route 11 and came in that direction, uh, checking Harrisburg out. So we do have um, like a 10% club here. Once you're at 100 bucks, everything forever is 10 bucks off, uh, 10% off. Or if you call from out of the area, and I got a mail to you, I just ship it free. So that's that's how we do that. You know, to help drum up uh, business. Now I'm going to turn the phone around here and show you what I have. And of course, the all important Emerging Civil War series. Woohoo! Yeah. And then I have my overflow over here. This is the big seller. Who did that? Some guy, some guy yeah. Nikowski. There you go. That's a good seller. I just got more of them in yesterday. And uh, also, uh, the aftermath of battle is big, and the last days of Stonewall Jackson. They're the big three uh, sellers in that series. So what I do is you can see I have these wire racks with like 15 rows, and I can get a lot of inventory on it, and it's a lot of thin books that you'd never see if I didn't uh, face them out, okay? And then I'll have specials like 20% off the blue racks. I'll do things like that. 20% off this shelf. Now this is civilian titles. And then I have like cameos, shaws, photographic cases of the 1800s, Victorian pens and pencils, little kids dressed up Civil War wise. And then I also have a medical section and that flows over into, into here also. I have books like how to dance, uh, the etiquette of the 1800s. So there's a really nice selection of books. I think one of the things that's, that's interesting about that to me too, when you talk about having so many books, that really implies that you put in a great deal of time to curate that collection to make sure right. that you've got the right kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll have, I'll have things you just don't see in other stores. I'm going to go at orthopedic injuries of the Civil War. <laughs> Try to find that in Gettysburg. You're not going to find it. Uh, to give you an example of the waysides that we put around, can you see that okay? Yep, yep. 
There's Jenkins and Ferguson. They're out here at the red light, loading up their buckboards with everyone's Sunday dinners. This monument here, can you see that well? Uh, a little bit. There we go. How's that? Is that better? Yep. Okay. That vein of dye-based stone starts on the little round top, goes to Devil's Den, to Chester County, to the Carolinas. That cost us $50,000 to put up. And that's the remains of Fort Couch. And if you'd polished the boulders at Devil's Den, they'd look like that. Wow. Okay. So that's a neat. Each one of those images took 40 man hours to laser on with a diamond tip laser. And then I always give people the map for the invasion of Harrisburg. And I walk them through the invasion when they come in. If they buy certain books, they get that. You know, right here's right here's my store. I'm only eight miles from the city. So you can see how close they got. They got three miles from Harrisburg before they turned around. So out at Sporting Hill, they um, had 16 killed, 30 wounded, and they burned them across from Friday's restaurant at the volleyball courts at the hotel. And they were reinterred in 1895 and shipped to Hagerstown in the unknown section of Rose Hill Cemetery. And one of the things now, that I think is really, really great about what you have done is, is you've put up signage and you've mentioned you've put up monuments. Yep. So it's a very well interpreted part of the campaign if folks go out there to look around. Yeah, yeah, I do give brochures out for self-guided uh, tours of the area. And I was also on the Civil War Trails Program for the state. And so I helped design some of them around the area. And also I was appointed by Representative Reachall from Allegheny County, Pittsburgh, to be on the Gettysburg Monuments Project Committee to save all the monuments at the uh, Pennsylvania Monuments at Gettysburg and get them endowed. So I've been busy, yeah. I've been busy man, so. Getting back to the books, here's my battlefield section. So you got 1861, two, three, four, five, and raids by guerrilla warfare. Then I have the History Press and Arcadia Press, which is the same company now, all their different titles. Then I have Lincoln. And then I have Union Officers. This whole table is Scott Mingus. Great guy, good friend. Yeah, there's 16 books here by Scott Mingus. So he was just here for an author signing. Here's his new one, Civil War Stories from York County. Okay, so that's a, a really thick book for 1899. And then this one's really hot. I'm selling a lot of these. This just came out this week, Bullets and Bandages. And it's... Uh, 2995, 330 pages in color. And there's 30 more hospitals than what is in Coco's book, Vast Sea of Misery. Oh, wow. And then uh, I have stuff for kids, get them involved. Okay. And I, all through the stories, you can see I have, I have the authors autograph their books. So I do have a lot of autographed books in the section. Then I have a used book section. And I also have crafts if uh, some of the ladies come in and want to see things. Can I, uh, let me let me ask you just real quickly, Jim, to slow down for a second. Show us those crafts again, because there's some pretty interesting stuff on the shows there. Yeah, there's a, a manger scene, the Lord's Prayer, Serenity Prayer, 
I got uh, some plates, all kind of cool stuff for the season. Little things like this. You know, trailers are hot right now, so I haven't got a little camper for Christmas things <laughs> to put up around. So I got everything covered. Of course, if they're in the paranormal, I got the the ghost stuff and Gettysburg magazines, some back issues. Just got these in. Whole pile of the Confederate dead at Gettysburg. Robert Crick, it's autographed. And that has over 5,000 Confederates listed and where they were reinterred and even their birth dates. So it's a really great book. Can you see that good? Yeah, you're a little backlit holding it up to the light there. So a little hard How's to read. That? There we go. That's a little better. So that's autographed. Postal envelopes. I got all kind of neat. That's autographed. Great uh, a book by our colleague Leon Reed, who uh, is yeah. down in Gettysburg. Yeah. Yeah, and we got a little Christmas music going too. So is that, Bobby Bobby, is, is that Bobby, Bobby Hart's Christmas album? Yeah. Now, when, on my 25th wedding anniversary back in 2000, I met him on a riverboat cruise. And I approached him and said, I'd like to sell your stuff. He goes, we know you're a Yankee, but, you know, you're all right. He said, you come back to my stateroom. We'll have a little talk and do business. <laughs> so that was cool. I love so I'll you. call him up. One time I called him up. He said, Jim, I'm not happy right now. I said, what's wrong? He said, I'm out here picking all Jefferson Davis's stuff up. I'm there, what? He said, yeah, Katrina hit Belvoir, you know, got trashed. And he, they, he was out in the field picking stuff up. So I'm talking to him on his cell phone while he's out there cleaning stuff up. Oh, wow. So he's funny. So I have a, I have a DVD rack. Okay. And, and what, would some of the soldiers most popular, what would some of the most popular DVDs be that the Civil War buffs are looking for these days? Okay. What, what they like is, um, of course, I've had a couple people call their, wore their Gettysburg movie out. They come in here, sell the Gettysburg movie. Uh, Echoes of the Blue and Gray, Civil War soldiers all over the United States, like in parades. They even have a Civil War monitor on film in the 1890s on here. Wow. That is really cool. Uh, then they have one which I might be out of. It's just on Gettysburg, the 1938. Yeah, I'm out of that now. I'm going to have to order more of those. But it's not bad for an hour and a half, 20 bucks, you know. Mm -hmm. And here's some more. This just came in today, brand new book. The first core from Antietam to Gettysburg. Did you ever hear of it? I have not. Brand new. Huh? That's brand new. I get a lot of books in before anyone else. I had the Peach Orchard ending before Jim Hessler had it. <laughs> I was the first person in the United States to sell the Peach Orchard. That's pretty cool. And he's they the come one in who the, wrote it. He's the one who wrote it, and you've got it before yeah, you. Yeah, I had it before him. He said, yeah, you did. I had it shipped right from the, the printer. So they were going to release it July 2nd. They thought that would be a cool idea. I said, no, people need it in end of May. Yeah. They want to read it before they come to Gettysburg. So one day I'm sitting in here. It's the last week of May, and 12 cases come in the door. Wow. I'm there. What is all this? I didn't order this. 
and I looked and it had peach orchard on six of them. And then the other book, which sold just as well, too much for human endurance. Oh yes, yep. Good that's book. another Savas Beatty. So that sold really well. And then I had them uh, at my sales table at the Gettysburg show. So I sold a boatload there, so that's cool. And then uh, here's all Car I have a Carol Reardon section. You can see the, all these are autographed and Greg Godfrey's. There's all Jeffrey Wirtz books on Longstreet, Mosby, Jeb Stewart. Carol There's Reardon, and, uh, great friend of ECW. And uh, Brad Godfrey actually is going to be having a new emerging Civil War book coming out this coming year about uh, Lincoln's trip. Lincoln. Yep. Yep. I talked to him already about that. It was delayed a little bit because of COVID. But I go down and get him to sign uh, the MAPS book. That's a hot new seller right now. See oh, autograph? Yeah. Yep. Uh -huh. Hartwig's book, Antietam. He still has another year to edit for the actual battle. I just got that told to me. And I have a lot of like self-published books that are really good. There's your county in the Civil War. It's not a Scott Mingus book. It's a partner of his. Now it's on the Underground Railroad in your county. So just because it's self-published doesn't mean it's not good. I check them out first. Yeah. You know, I get a lot of calls. Do you want my book? Do you want to? And then I says, well, send me a copy. I'll check it out. I just don't put a book out there for the sake of putting a book out. See, I also stock the National Civil War Museum and the Army Heritage Center, the Army War College bookstore there. So I got to be very particular what I'm putting on the shelf. And if I hear stuff from other authors or guides, I know not to sell it anymore. It goes in a raffle pile. That's how I get them off the shelf. A lot of uh, a lot of quality control going into your inventory, though. Yes, and I also sell the thirty-five star flags. A lot of the thirty-four star Gettysburg, and this is my regimental section. So this is all Pennsylvania here, and then down here you have um, Connecticut, Massachusetts. First Minnesota, that's a really good seller, the first Minnesota. And Tom Huntington lives near me, so I just sent him a message. You got to get in here and sign some more of his books because I got them in. And then I got in his uh, Mead book and then Main Roads to Gettysburg. Great books. They're good sellers. Yeah. And this is my Gettysburg section. Then I have an Eric Wittenberg blowout section right here because Eric's always, no matter what he does, I'll put it here like uh, the surrender at Bennett, Bennett Place, things like Eric that. Eric Wittenberg blowout section. I can't wait to talk to him and ask I told him. him <laughs> I told him, I said, I, I told him, I said, I have a strobe light on it. <laughs> Little neon sign stain, Eric Wittenberg, you know. He's a good, he's a good guy. Uh, then I have my Chamberlain stuff, right? Yeah. And I'll have books that you don't see much anywhere else anymore. By Ethan Refuse, Mead. Can you now, hold here's a, a little cool. bit? We, we couldn't see that one there. Oh. Ah, oh, there we go. Ethan Refuse. Okay. Now here's a, this is a painting done by computer, not by a paintbrush. This is Jenkins and his staff on top of 
uh, Slate Hill overlooking the 12,000 Union uh, militia and New York National Guard and Pennsylvania Emergency Militia in the end of June. Oh, wow. So I'll, I'll have people come in here and I'll sit them down and I have a folder here with all kind of neat stuff on the area. There's Confederate headquarters. Let's see here, let me show you. There's a Confederate artillery position. Four parrot guns were there on the 28th and 29th of June. That's what's neat about this area. All the buildings are still here. You're not doing well, this used to be here. Here's Confederate Hospital, can you see that? Hold it up just a little bit more. Oh, there we go. That's that's now the library, but that was an 1830s gas station for horses. <laughs> it was a grain warehouse and Jenkins cleaned it out for uh, his sick and wounded from previous engagements. It's now the, the library. And right around the corner is Mayor Hummel's home. And when they captured Mechanicsburg, they put two parrot guns west of town where the road forks and they came down and they saw the mayor running down the street to his home. They had two guys with a flag of truce. So they chased him down to the house and got up on the porch, which you can do today, the sidewalk. And they didn't know his wife had a loaded shotgun behind the door. Luckily, they didn't go in or she was going to blow him away. And they said, give us the flag. And they jammed it under their saddles and brought him back here to the square. And Jenkins asked for 1,500 rations. And if you don't give it, I got two guns west of town here that will start shelling Mechanicsburg. So everybody brought their Sunday dinners out and loaded, they were loaded on the Confederate wagons and they took them just east of town and ate them. Then Jenkins sets up his headquarters. Now he just found out two things within the last half year. There's an orange brick home at the corner of Walnut and Main right near the mayor's house. And the report, the person's first person account said they made flannel cakes all day for the Johnny Rebs. And I asked Ted Alexander, who's since passed, I know Ted well. And he said, that was another term for pancakes. Flannel cakes are pancakes. And then I got a report of, uh, they had a camp across from the Rupp home, same family as the Rupp home in Gettysburg. They're also all over York. And uh, they camped across the street because all around the Rupp home back then was cherry orchards and they said the confederates for two days were tearing branches off and they're popping cherries in their mouth like popcorn <laughs> and i got another citizen's account that they didn't know it was pickett's charge but in whitehall which is now camp hill after the civil war it's renamed because of a church of god camp up on a hill uh their windows rattled during pickett's charge they could hear it and the guy said i could walk out of my house and go 50 yards and i'd hear nothing so, that, you know, you've heard of acoustic shadows. Yeah, right, right. So that's a really neat, you know. And I I posted a picture on Facebook about, um, uh, there's a monument halfway upstairs at Scap. The first Maryland Company 8 cab also was here on Lone Eagle. And they were going to go to the mountains and check a northern invasion route to Harrisburg. And the men of Starrett Scapberry knew about it. So they told their wives, we're going up to start cutting all the trees down at the top of the mountain to block all the roads. And you guys make at least 40 chicken dinners. 
And she, this woman told me that her grandmother told her that story. She says, that's my great grandmother beside the boulder that you just posted from 1929. Oh, wow. Yeah. So see, you're not going to make stuff up like that. And I'll, I'll go back to the books in a second, but this is another neat story. I gave a talk about 15 years ago, the college women of Pennsylvania, and there's a woman in her nineties. And she said that her great grandmother said the Rebs knocked on her door around noon. I said, well, that would make sense because they had Mechanicsburg at nine and Jenkins went out to check the artillery from the 34th Virginia out at Salem Church to see how they were doing. So I know Confederates went out there around noon. She said, well, they knocked on the door at noon. He says, if you guys come on in, what do you want? We want some of that Pennsylvania salve. She goes, what? What is that? Well, you know, homemade salve is brown. And the Rebs go, that, you smear it on your bread, you eat it. We don't know what to call it. She says, that's apple butter. Ah. Now, you're not going to, yeah, it's not <laughs> the official records, but come on. That's real. That's good stuff. Okay, so now back here. Are you taking us back toward the front of the store? Now, yeah, towards the street. Now, here's my Confederate section. Oh, okay. Just trying to keep us oriented as we go. Yeah. I'm very good. So I always make sure I have Campbell Brown in here because there's a lot of great stories. As my friend Don Fons, the Richard Yule biographer, said, that's good reading right there. So, Okay. <laughs> that's my phone ringing. Uh, so can't so, hear it on this end. So there we go. Oh, okay. Yep. It's a Calvary charge. I thought you'd be laughing. <laughs> but I always keep I always keep that as a good story of the, the people up in New England. I think it was Boston. When they found out that uh, Lincoln was dead, they tried to break in the train and kill the Confederate officers. And Yule and Brown was on that train. And then Jubilee Early, I always keep his narratives in here. He goes into on page 253 on how uh, he was supposed to go over and loot Columbia, come back and burn the bridge at Wrightsville side, and then go up to Dillsburg and help you with the invasion of Harrisburg. Right. Said the damn Yankees beat me to it and they burnt the bridge. Okay. And then William Nelson Pendleton's memoirs sandy has a letter in there saying boy dad we got a lot of stuff from milroy at winchester you know we're going to need it because we're on our way to harrisburg and he said we got 30 parrot guns and lots of hospital supplies so for those 30 parrot guns uh red peace church oh wow. so let me ask you a question as you you talk about making sure you have some of those uh, books in stock. Um, do you do a lot of used books or you're always dealing in new books? Uh, how do you manage to, to keep all that inventory? All my mind, all my brain, seriously. It's it's scary. My I've had people tell me I've never seen anyone with the memory or recall that you have. So I could do a two-hour tour of the Harrisburg Cemetery with no notes. Yeah. And, and my tour of the area, the licensed battlefield guides hired me two summers ago. With lunch, it was six hours. Yeah, just showing the, showing around the area. <laughs> west, west of Carlisle, I show you where, where uh, Rhodes and Yule even had lunch, where Allegheny Johnson camp. Now I'm in Carlisle for an hour and a half, showing Jeb Stewart's sites yeah. and Yule sites. And then I come in on Trindle here to town. Of course, part of the tour, you come into the store and shop for half an hour. <laughs> so I'll, 
I'll bring half the bus in here to shop, and the other half I'm talking to them out at the square, and then I flip flop them. Oh, very good, very good. But uh, now I got that down to a science. So what I'm going to do is hold the phone up. See, there's the regimentals, Gettysburg. I haven't got Civil War ties. And here's my odds and ends shelf. New one by Gary Gallagher. Great book. Earl Hess. Good guy. So I'll get, I have, I'll have like professors call me up and say, Jim, I heard this is coming out. This is coming out. I want it. They like supporting me. They go, we know Amazon. Well, they're not discounting their paperbacks now that they're running everyone out of business as much. Yeah, they'll still beat me on hardbacks, but a lot of people know what I'm about, and they'll say, "We still want to support you." You know, like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of onesies here. Now look at this; it's one book, and that's on all the that's a new book on the weather in the Civil War, the Howling Storm, and because of the price, it's fifty nine bucks, but it's one and a half books. It's very thick. Yeah. I'll take 10 bucks off of that. I will do that here and there on some of the, some of the titles. And what I love about that, I read the Gettysburg section. I couldn't put it down. Now they got over a hundred thousand animals out of Maryland and Pennsylvania. The wagon train with them going back after Gettysburg was like 14 miles long. They had 50,000 cattle, 30,000 sheep and 20,000 horses and mules. And they had those heavy rains and they'd lost a thousand cattle and 700 sheep. And they said they're floating the whole way down to Harper's Ferry. I mean, it's just a great, great book. Wow. Really great. So as you can see, there's some used books, regimentals, recent titles, Gettysburg, odds and ends. I even have a religious section. And then I, I put a rack anywhere I can. You know, I'll put like Mexican War. There you got Dragoons. You always hear about Dragoons, but nobody knows anything about Dragoons, you know, the common man. So I try to get stuff like that. And here's more thin, thin titles. This is a classic that hardly anyone carries. And I knew Ed Olmsted. He owned one of the uh, paper mills that you'll looted on his way back to Gettysburg and bought stuff up with Confederate money. Oh. He, he knew where every Civil War cannon was. He actually physically went to every Civil War cannon in the United States. Wow. <laughs> he was very rich, so he didn't have to be at his, his yeah. work. He went out and was having fun. So uh, there's just more. Look, World War II. I'll have some World War II stuff in here. Yeah. Just so much to look at. There's there's so much to look at. Yeah, like here's Underground Railroad. It's all African American history here. Prisons. Um, Cooper Wingert's book is really good. Oh yeah. yeah. Now I helped him with Confederate Approach when he was 13 years old. Okay, I was like a little mentor to him, but he did a lot. He did a lot on his own, and then he did. Well, he's Dixon College. He did a history of the Underground Railroad in this area. But then he came out on who the players were. Yeah. And see, when I give a tour of, 
of uh, Carlisle. I'll talk about Frederick Douglass in 1847 visiting Carlisle and also talk about the McClintock slave riots. So I'll branch off and do sidebars and give little five and 10 minute mini talks on the tours. I also sell Civil War newspapers from the 1860s, 70s, and 80s. I get them shipped in. I have drawers of them here. Oh, wow. And give you an example. Some of them are colorized. Look at this. 1886 Pickett's Charge. Huh. Look at that. Now you see the, the veteran with his arm cut off and he's pointing at the GAR badge? Yeah. You see the, the officer, we went like European there for a while. See the white helmet? Yep. Look at the lady's dress. That's all, there's a Kadori barn. That's the, Andrew, I think that's the Andrew sharpshooters. See the, the horse, look at the dirt road. What a neat picture, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of stuff and, and they're onesies. You come in here and some of the stuff's only $40, $50 retail. Yeah. You come in here and get a unique piece and then get a wooden frame around it. You don't need the matting. You can have an awesome looking thing for next to nothing, really. Instead of 300 and some dollars for a print and 300 and something to frame it, you can walk out of here with something 40, 50, 60 bucks and then go get a frame. So. So, along those lines, since it is the Christmas season, we really haven't kind of talked about that uh, too explicitly, but uh, what sort of gifts are people looking for this season? This season? Uh, oddly enough, I do sell all kind of music. Yeah. See, people 50 and older, they don't pirate stuff off the internet. They're still using CDs. So I do have a CD rack. I just had a guy from Ohio call in. He said I wore out the Gettysburg soundtrack. Throw me in hot Bobby Horton Christmas. And this is a, a really good group. It's called After Class. These professors after class do music. So they have that one. This is Confederate. They got Celtic. They got hymns. And then I got Bobby Horton's. This is a really good one he does. It's, it's all music, no singing, a lot of songs. And then he has Confederate, one, two, three, four, five, six, Union, one, two, three, four. So I do sell some of that. As you can see, I got ties. This is a good seller, my Abe Lincoln, with campaign posters, the Gettysburg Battlefield with map. trains oh, wow. the stars the flags of america all the different flags this is a cool one combination confederate and union cannons rifles medal of honor and i got coffee mugs Pretty much anything you. you would want for the Civil War buff on your Christmas list. Yeah, I got it jammed. I mean, <laughs> any little place I got room, it's it's there. So it's there. Jim, you can see, you can see I got stuff ready to mail out. Stuff that was called in today. Look at that one. That's going to Ohio. So if somebody is interested in shopping at your store, they can do it 
online. They can also call you up. Tell us about that. How call, can we connect yeah, people? Call, call up because now I have a list of books that I try to keep in stock, but it's better to call me up and say, hey, Jim, what do you got on this subject, that subject? And I can walk around with my cell phone and show them what I got and direct them to maybe something else because maybe what they're asking for isn't a good book. They didn't know any better. But to get your site set up for taking credit cards, it's very expensive. You, you run the risk of someone hacking your site, stealing credit card numbers. I'd rather just call in, you know, hey, Jim, what do you got on this? I'll say, oh, I got this, 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 this. Okay, I'll take that, that, and that. Give me your name, give me your credit card, and boom, I ship it out. And that, that's the way I do it. And like I said, if you physically don't come in here, call me up. I'll mail it to you. Instead of giving you the 10% in the door, I just ship it free. And so that's, you, how, that's how I do that. And if people do want to come in the door, uh, where in Mechanicsburg are you located? Uh, right in the, right off the square. So if you're, you're out on Route 15 heading to Gettysburg, you know, 15, you can get on there from 81, uh, Route 83, the turnpike, it all unloads right at 114 and 15. My store is Market Street, but that really is Route 114. So you just get off of 114, and then you're in my you're at my store in three or four minutes. And they just park across the street. There's a lot there. Come on in. I'm here 10:30 to 5 Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays. If no one's here by 25, I start closing and get out. Yeah. So people know if they're running late to call me up, and I'll wait for them. But that's how I do it. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays. And people Saturday can... and Sunday, this town's dead. So it's not what it used to be. So there's no sense in being open and just staring at the walls. Sure. So I figure I'm only a half hour above Gettysburg. If, if someone can't just break away half hour and come up here, what's a half hour drive? Yeah. And then they come up here, and then I entertain them and show them maps of the air and give little mini talks and handouts. Sometimes I've had five, six people sitting here in chairs and I'm giving a talk on the area of history. Yeah. So it's cool. That's great. And you do have a website though. Uh, and what's that? Yeah. Oh, and the website, if you get on it, I did Chronicles of Civil War about six years ago. It's, they're out of business now. But I did a 50 minute talk on the invasion of Harrisburg and what happened around here. And um, you can click on the black microphone, scroll down a little bit, and there's a, a triangle there. Just tap on that, and you'll hear me talk for 15 minutes. Now, if, if people buy the two books I was involved in, I'll give them an 1863 map with it, so they can hold the map and do the and and follow me along while I'm giving a talk. Now, another thing I sell here, yeah, I, I got stuff under the tables. This is Stonewall Jackson's map heading to Harrisburg. And it was ordered by Stonewall from January to April of 1863 by Jed Hot. It was done by Jed Hotchkiss. And it goes Virginia right to Harrisburg. Now, the Army War College, Colonel Sprawl says Harrisburg was a target. Chris Keller said Harrisburg was a target. He did a book on it. And uh, I mean, if Yule is marching to Harrisburg, I think it's a target. But I know Lee said, if we bump into the Army of Potomac, we stop whatever we're doing. That's our first priority. So uh, Hotchkiss was from Binghamton, New York. 
and he taught school in the coal mines above Harrisburg. And he told Jackson Lee, you know that 75% of that anthracite above Harrisburg is supplying United States ships blockading Southern ports. And a lot of the industry runs off those, that coal just above Harrisburg. Some of the other coal regions in Pennsylvania were locked up, they didn't have enough men. So they're getting the stuff from right above Harrisburg. So as a hobby, Hotchkiss and his buddies mapped out the Cumberland Valley and Shenandoah Valley. And then later he moves to Staunton, Virginia and that's how he gets to meet Stonewall. Right. And he tells Stonewall all this stuff. So you remember before Stonewall gets killed, there's just two cores. Stonewall was the one supposed to come up and Longstreet was supposed to be the buffer. And I think Scott Mingus said he saw in uh, official records that some men thought yellow breaches there in Dillsburg would have been the defensive line. So it's very interesting. Yeah. I know you're not allowed to talk about what ifs, but why can't you? They do that at West Point. They talk what if scenarios. Sure, sure. What would have happened if Stonewall wouldn't have got killed by his own men? Who yeah. knows? Good questions. Well, Jim, we're going to have to wrap up here, but I just want to remind folks, we can find you online at civilwarandmore.com. Or and and, and I, ha I have a uh, store camera. You can get on the navigation bar on your cell phone and hit store camera, and you can walk yourself around my store and hear Civil War music while you're doing it. Oh, very good. Very good. Okay. So, and well, then, thanks uh, for having me on. Oh, great. And just a reminder, too, you're at 10 South Market Street in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. And, of course, a wealth of information on um, the Confederate occupation of the area. So, Jim, yep. thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. Appreciate it. See you. Bye-bye. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And before we wrap up, I want to say thank you to our engineer, Jackson Mikowski, for his work behind the scenes. Also, thanks to the Second South Carolina String Band. You can find them online at civilwarband.com. They provide our theme music. You can find their CDs at Civil War and More. Also, uh, we want to see you online at EmergingCivilWar.com. 30 of us who are contributing free content every day, spreading the gospel of the Civil War, trying to keep people connected with America's defining event, and we would love to have you as part of that conversation. www.EmergingCivilWar.com. For all of my colleagues at ECW, I'm Chris Mikowski. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you online and on the battlefield. <laughs>